0: Let's go. Uh. Uh. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Black on W.O.V.U. L.P. Cleveland, 95.9 FM. We are your host, E. King, and just is going to step out a little bit. This time we got some in-studio guests that we're going to have this morning. So before we go any further, I want to go ahead and introduce our in-studio guests. Now, I know I'm supposed to start with women first, but no, 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 Brother Brooks, we're going to start with you. I have the one, the only, the melodious voice, Barry <laughs> Brooks, in my office, right? Now, <laughs> you, now I get a chance. I'm going to no, get no, you back. You I, know know, I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I get a chance to be the host, and he get a chance to be the chill yes, or the guest. Yes. So I appreciate you coming <laughs> in, man. So uh, go ahead and give him a little bit. So this is Barry Brooks. He is the host of Our Voices Today, which is also heard on WOVU. LP Cleveland ninety five point nine Monday through f- Thursdays are live Fridays are recorded and we go on from ten a.m. to eleven a.m. and Absolutely. I'm the dude yes, that indeed. is constantly saying, "Oh, dude, you need to chill."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all the time. All, all the time. All the time. No, <laughs> no. Also with us, and I know. Um, We also had her on our show, so she got a chance to stay around for a little bit. So tune in for our show to get a little bit more by this guest. But we have Doxy Jokes. Is that right? I actually got it right. Come on closer to the mic. It's all right. Come on. There you go. She is a realtor, and you've been a realtor for 38 years years for Keller Williams Real Estate Agency, right? Yes. And so beforehand, you were the one and only banker. No, I'm yes, just kidding. You weren't. You did I was, banking, I was, I was in and banking. also this is also the key though. When we found this out, her daughter is uh, a female. Obviously, she's a daughter. She is yeah, a ref. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 she is a for. Is it? Is it the G League? It's also, the G League now. The okay. G League is now the G. But League. also, she's also doing these uh, the summer. Yes, this, they have
2: the G League refs doing the summer games for the deal. NBA. Good yeah, deal. She also does Division I, um, the Midwest, uh, the MAC Conference, and the Rising Conference.
0: Black Girls Rock. Yeah, hey. that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. yep. Black, Black all Girls day, Rock. All Black day, Girls babe. Rock. Yes, so uh, thank you for sticking around, both of you guys, actually, because we just actually did a whole hour show. And so they agreed to come in and talk a little bit more. Mm hmm. So we are gonna go ahead. And, Anything, uh, for you, uh, Anything for you, Eric. Anything for you. So now we get. Now we get to go ahead and talk a little bit more. As we as we do here on Unapologetically Black, we do we talk about black issues. We talk. Uh, the theme of the show is spotlighting black greatness, talking about mm. black issues, mm. and just focusing on our community, the diaspora. And once again, let me go ahead and repeat this. Just because it's Unapologetically Black, don't mean that we're only black. We accept everybody and we are everybody. So we're gonna go ahead and get into it. Now, I've already primed them, you know, for the first question that we always ask. So let's just get into it. And I'm gonna go from my right first. Doxy, Mm -hmm. when did you first become aware of your blackness?
2: The first time was working in the bank. Because okay. I was a, a manager in the bank, and they would want to see the person that did not look like me to help them out with their <laughs> situation, and then people had to direct them to me, mm-hmm. and they were surprised, mm-hmm. you right. know. Mm-hmm. So I was the, you know, the mm-hmm. head, you know what, in charge. Right. <laughs> you know? uh, and I was in a very um, ritzy community, suburb mm-hmm. of Cleveland. So, okay. it, yeah, it was kind of surprised that they didn't want to deal
0: with me. Now, <laughs> now, that was the first time you were aware of your blackness.
2: Well... I mean, I went to uh, Bowling Green State University. Okay. So okay. it was very few blacks at the time there. And we all stood together, we partied mm-hmm. together. You mm-hmm. know, it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't any big, I didn't have any name calling towards mm-hmm. me. I mean, I had a good experience at okay. Bowling Green, so I'm, I knew I was black, but nobody was right. holding it against me,
0: Right, okay. you know. Okay. Um, and that's was, the key part, it's not just holding against you, it's also, because also to be black, we also talked about it last week on the show, it's cool to be black when you're when black is trending so it's it's not just it's Mm -hmm. not just when you know someone holding against you it's like oh she's black so she's automatically what did you ever encounter that so because she's black she's automatically she you know she's fair-skinned so that means she's automatically you know we pick her first in a group of 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 girls or whatever have you did you ever experience that with, with your okay yes absolutely say more about that
2: Yeah, yeah yeah well, I guess, well, that that takes me all the way back to, uh, <laughs> you know, to, to middle school yeah, and everything. School, you know, right. the people with the long, quote, yep, unquote, right. good hair, exactly. you, know, yeah, you they, know, they were yep. the pretty girls, mm-hmm, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I never learned to swim, believe it or not, because really? my hair. Yeah. I did not want to go to sit and get pressing comb um, uh, and pulling and, you yeah. know, that's a lot when you're a black girl and have to sit there and go through that so okay. i didn't want my hair messed up seriously right. didn't want my hair Whoa. messed up so i never
0: learned to swim and that's a, that's amazing wow. because a lot of a lot of black women you know the surgeon general under president obama was saying you know black women what their their hair is causing them a lot of the pain and not mm-hmm. only you know health reason wise mm-hmm. with, with chemicals and whatnot mm-hmm. but also with safety with swimming mm-hmm. because a person that can't swim is held back yeah. from a fair amount of other activities that involve the water now just because you didn't swim did that hinder you from you know participating in any water you know sports well or oh, water um, activities, I guess. I yes, it
2: did. I, I okay. even went to the Bahamas for my honeymoon, and I stuck my little toe in the water, and that was it. <laughs> that was <laughs> it. That was and it. And it's uh,
0: beautiful in it. the Bahamas. Oh, yeah, that
2: was it. But I made sure my kids learned how to yeah. swim so they can save okay. me if necessary, because I knew that was important. But right, um, and I loved it. you know,
0: I, <laughs> mean, it's it's ama- I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it's amazing because yeah. what what I hear you saying more than anything else is because of my hair because of this thing that black women did because getting your hair pressed and curl this whole movement of natural hair was come on brown let's be real right. let's be uh-uh. real yeah. angela davis that was that was in the 70s, 60s, 70s but yeah. there was that 80s to where you know looking uh, what's the word uh, what's the word uh, uh, afrocentric well, looking afrocentric but mainstream was that was okay. actually in, right? that right. that pressed hair mm-hmm. oh, that okay. yes. you know, that uh, I gotta have it long. I gotta have it this, and good hair, good hair versus bad hair. Right. And if you ever get a chance to watch um, right. Uh, right. Uh, uh, what is his name? The comedian. The comedian, he did good hair versus bad hair. Yeah. What, he what did. what's his he name? Did. Rick uh, uh Chris Rock. Think. Yeah, Chris Rock. And oh, they yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that. that they crazy. talk yeah. about the creamy crack. Yeah, the creamy crack. Yeah, the yeah, creamy yeah, crack. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. And so and so, yeah, so what I hear more than anything else is that once again we we on this show, we don't want to shy away from that. You know, there is some positive there are positives to being black. But also that mindset of I needed my hair to be like the mainstream also, you know, like you just said, hindered you from mm-hmm. actually learning how to swim. Now, what's stopping you from swimming now?
2: Well, I'm scared of water. Maybe cuz I wasn't around water growing okay. up and never okay. so now I'm, I'm scared of water. So, maybe I'll learn how to swim one of these
0: days, but Come on now, you got to do it now. No, know. Come on. Okay. Okay, well we're not going to jump on that. <laughs> now, the second the second question that we have or and we even we even talked talked about it a little bit. Tell me a little bit more about how that awareness shaped your identity or who you are.
2: Well, it, okay, we had a little of that in the when I was in banking and everything. Right. But when it really hit home was when I got into real estate mm-hmm. because um, there, there's a lot of covenants that I saw even in old deeds that mm. you couldn't sell to certain people or whatever. Right. Right. And when we, this was back in the '90s, there was a lot of. Areas in Cleveland where you couldn't put up a for sale sign because they didn't want people to know the house was for sale because they wanted their people to buy the house and they didn't want anybody to know. Mm. And even to this day, which I hate, people have what's called now the PC term pocket listings. What is that? They're not in the MLS. Mm. It's just between the realtor. These are
0: closet listings? List-
2: pocket listings. Well, That's closet, what closet? Pocket?
0: pocket yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking you know, about.
2: You, you need a house and Cleveland. I know a house, you know, it's not in the MLS, but it's oh. available, you know. Is that um,
0: helping our community or hindering our community?
2: I don't like them
0: okay. because
2: it, it, it's a way of discriminating. How are we going to have access to it if we don't know about it?
0: I, right. I agree. Exactly. I agree.
2: They don't want a certain people to move next to them or in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So if they don't know about that, the house is for sale. Mm-hmm. So be
0: it, and we're gonna get into that a little bit more in the second in yeah. the second segment. But go back to so, the identity so, aspect of um, it.
2: So um, in real estate, I find that there's so much racism in real estate, and that's where you know, as far as housing, that's the thing that people real they'll be your friend at work or whatever. But right. when it comes to their house. It's a whole, a whole different, different story, matter. who they sell to. Mm-hmm. And I remember they were writing letters when they were in multiple offers. And people nowadays, and I don't even do it, mm-hmm. when you are in a multiple, I'll have my buyer write a letter. But some buyers are putting pictures and everything, mm-hmm. sending to the mm-hmm. seller, me and my family, showing a picture of their family. Mm-hmm. Well, if my buyer's black and they're a the little perfect white family, you know, it's like— wow. That's yeah. unfair because they might say, okay, yeah. I'll give it to the white people.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
2: So, you know, so I really found a lot in real estate of how, how much res- your your home, people are really um, racist. That's all right. I can say. They're really <laughs> racist. And that's when you, you find out about when you go to make offers on a home. I had a coworker and she was black and she had a person wanting to make an offer on a $5 million home. Mm-hmm. She had the hardest time with that offer. Well, are these people qualified? Yes, you have a letter here. Well, how'd you meet these people? Mm. What difference does it make? How That's a litmus test, How isn't it? How do you get this buyer? Hmm, you know. Like you're getting, oh, supposed to get a buyer. Right. Oh, buy that happens dollars. all the time. Wow. You get a listing. I had one in, in a nice area, mm-hmm. um, you know, about I don't know seven hundred thousand. Oh, <gasps> how'd you get that listing, Doxy? You know, did you know? How, you know, who are these people? Who are the sellers? What were you know? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I can't get them because okay. of my work that I do. Good marketing, you know, that okay. I can get the job done. Great, but wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now and so you know,
0: this identity or your black identity, it do you see it as both a, a help or a hindrance overall in the real estate era? And we're going to talk about this in the second segment, but just. As far as your black identity do you think it's helping you or hindering you
2: well you know even because some people they don't put their pictures on their cards or mm-hmm. anything because right. they say that they right. don't want people to know they're black when you walk up to the door you answer the <laughs> door i mean mm-hmm. they gonna know eventually <laughs> so it's like why hide it
1: i I'm one of those you know, who did I don't it for a long time. Kept I your picture off? I would keep my picture off. Well, see, I had
2: my picture my on, mind. and now my picture is off. Maybe because I'm older, and I don't yeah. want my picture on it. But, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're it's flipping it. But, but uh, you know, it's like they're going to find out when right. you show yes, up. So yes, why yes, shock them yes. like that? Okay. You yeah, know, so.
0: Yeah. So we're going to switch over to you, yeah. Brother Brooks. So, so when did you become aware of your blackness?
1: You know, I... Uh, I believe it was, I was in the sixth grade, about 13. Okay. And uh, we had moved from Frank Avenue, which is off of Cedar. hmm And we moved to Bartlett uh, mm-hmm. in Mount Pleasant off 131st. Yep. And uh, when we moved in the house, um, there was a kid next door. I couldn't tell you his name today. Um, but, you know, the people next door were white mm-hmm. on one side, and the people on the other side were black. And so we were. I was out in the yard, and I saw the kid come out. I would seen him coming and going. So you know, I'm like, "Hell, oh, this is a new neighbor. Let me mm-hmm. let me say mm-hmm. hello." Now I knew his his dad would always look at us funny, and you know, right. you're you're 12, 13 years old. You don't know, mm-hmm. and you know, but it wasn't a a pleasant look. But I, you know, I f- just didn't know. So when I finally talked to his son, and I remember uh, this kid, and he was. He was uh very apologetic he said my dad told me i can't talk to you mm, as we and, call that taught racism right because apparently like, he had a blank slate what? You yeah know, yeah. why yeah. Mm-hmm. and he just he wouldn't say anything he's, he's just my dad said i can't talk to you right and it was almost like he didn't understand why either because it sounded like he wanted to meet me as well right. and we only had that conversation and we had no conversation after that and uh they slightly moved within six months after we mm, had moved black into flight.
0: our house. We're going to We're gonna, oh, yeah, it, we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna talk time. about that also on yeah. the, in the second segment, that black, the that white was, flight, I mean, white yeah. flight, not black mm-hmm. flight. I wish we did have a black flight. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Well,
2: you well, kind of sorted, too, we can yeah. talk about that. Too. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can talk, mm-hmm. we
0: can talk about that black was and in white the 60s.
1: flight. That was in the 60s. That was about 65, 66 we had bought our home. And uh, my dad never spoke to the man next door. If he did... Whatever they had to say didn't go far, mm-hmm. uh, and then again, I went to my I went to visit my cousin, uh, who lived in Cleveland Heights at the time, mm-hmm. and they had bought a home off of Washington.
0: Oh yeah, and I mean, yeah.
1: Uh, beautiful, nice little bungalow. Man. Right by the high school. Right, right near. Yeah, the high right school, near exactly. the high school. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I met him up at the campus. Mm-hmm. I came up on the campus, and it was great you know i was a couple of you know i was a, a senior or maybe i was in 11th grade gotcha. when they moved and uh, at john hay mm-hmm. and i thought it was great because of the fact that it was blacks and whites going to school right. together. And I had been in totally in a, a black environment schools. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, the only thing white there was the teachers, which you expected. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I said, man, you got blacks and whites going here and, you know, um, you know, he said, man, I get along with everybody. We just have a great time. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, he told me, he said, it was a lot of Jewish people. And I said, well, who was Jews? You know,
0: and again, you know, I, <laughs> you know, no, I, I have been going to you church. You were 13, um, 14, right? Yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah I'm yeah. going to
1: church and everything and I'm thinking Jews is like somebody else, right. some Martians or something, right. not putting it together and growing up in a Christian home. Right. You know, these are the same people. Mm-hmm. So when I figured it out, eventually, uh, <laughs> you know, every, you know, then, you know, it was like, wow, this is great in a large Jewish community. And he, you know, he has friends from high school today that are doing very well with Jewish mm-hmm. and, and he's doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third time. Well, third time was when I went to I, I worked for a, a company called Union Carbide, and mm-hmm. that was the first time I worked side by side with whites. And these were folks from West Virginia, mm-hmm. and they didn't they didn't hide their their uh, mm-hmm. uh, feelings yeah. and uh, their racism. But I learned as to get along, mm-hmm. and and as times had changed or was changing. Um, I would party with them and had mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And had my first taste <laughs> of moonshine with them. Moonshine, yeah, yeah, yeah for real, man. Yeah, I mean, that's the that, West Virginia. Oh yeah, man. Those right. boys didn't play, and and uh, we used to, you know, party together. And you know, I don't, mm-hmm. for all you listeners, I know you, some of you had where you go to the bar and yeah. and have yeah. a good time with them. And you know, and but did I ever go to their homes? No, right. But we had certain places we would meet, and mm-hmm. had, we, we were cool.
0: How do you think that shaped your identity, though? um now i know that in what way you mean um in what way do you think how how that interaction uh affected how you viewed yourself and how you move throughout the world
1: i i think it, it it made me view myself in a way to know myself better and to mm-hmm. understand that i am black i think that was the piece that really mm-hmm emboldened me about being black okay uh because i worked with him every day i saw the racism from some and i saw some racism i saw where god worked in their lives where it- a lot of those guys were they their hearts softened, mm-hmm. and because you know, and that's how we got to talking, and mm-hmm. we we did talk about racial things, right? You know, uh, you spoke about earlier before we went on air about the Italians and all. Uh, right, there was a pride with those guys, right? Uh, Italians and guys from Europe, other other uh, mm-hmm. folks from Europe, right? Um, but. You know, when it came to the West Virginian people, we basically looked at each other and said, you know, we're a lot alike. We mm-hmm. had a lot because of, even in their own white community, they were looked on down <laughs> on as white trash. Right. right. So, that's unfortunately, what I don't understand either. yeah. Yeah, I don't get that They either. had issues. Right. And, and they when they went to West Virginia, a lot of them had people who had, you know, that's the first time I had heard about, um, what do you call it? Uh, and I should know this. Side by side trailers. The, oh the, the, uh, yeah, double, what is it? Double, double side, double, double wide. wide, double y, wide. There you go, double there. wide. Yeah, you know, uh, I had, that's the first time I had heard and seen them. I, had, you know, a couple of the guys wanted me to roll with them down to West Virginia right. with them and right. just hang out. No, no, can no, <laughs> yeah,
0: okay, do that one. You got to watch yourself over there, uh,
1: because right. even though we were, we were, I knew they were good people. He said, right. you know, one guy I remember who was a really good friend. He mm-hmm. passed away, but he said, Barry, don't worry, man. Just because I wasn't married, and he said, just mm-hmm. come on down, man, and hang with us one weekend, man, because we're gonna have a lot of fun mm-hmm. we're gonna ride around we're gonna talk to you know mm-hmm. I'm like nah, man yeah but they understood mm-hmm. they understood mm-hmm. you know I'm looking at my safety I know I was cool with them right. but basically you know I wanted to come home so okay. <laughs> I got you. I think the best way to come home is to stay home I got you. so so but no I in and in, in viewing my blackness mm-hmm. I I felt more about about my culture right about what I was about right uh because they asked questions right and I'm like, "Oh, I never thought about that being black." Right. You know, uh because they wanted to know more about me and what way I grew up, right. believe it or not, just mm-hmm. like I was asking them about. And 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 to be honest with you, it was basically the, it was a lot the lot a lot the same.
0: Right. You because know. It, a lot of times it, it really is, especially with West Virginia. If you know anything about West mm, Virginia, yeah, man, they're the same as you know Pennsylvania, same right. as Ohio. Oh, yeah, a, a, a lot, lot of, of Pennsylvanians, right? Mm-hmm. A, a lot of their and I'm talking about economically. Mm-hmm. Economically, those three mm-hmm. uh, uh, states are pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. And so when we there are upper crust whites that look down on lower crust whites Mm -hmm. and i never could understand if they're looking at you negatively why are you looking at me negatively for the same reason Mm -hmm. for the Mm -hmm. same reason so we're Mm gonna get on
1: can can i just throw something
0: else yeah but when i really
1: ran into racism Mm -hmm. is when I became a nationwide agent.
0: And we're gonna get in it out. Okay.
1: That was a totally
0: different Okay. Piece. Okay. Yeah. And we're gonna bring that we're yeah. gonna bring that one in on the other side of break because we up we up on it. We guys you All right. know Barry. You the right, <laughs> man, lead us out. So yeah, we got so on the other side of the break, we're gonna talk one, uh working with black people, two, black and white flight as it relates to real estate. And the second one is mixed income neighborhoods as it relates to is that something and so what they looked at as it relates to mixed income neighborhoods to say, you know, is That okay, are we looking at that? And we see a lot of that with the gentrification. But the more and more I looked into it, it seemed a lot like mixed race income. That's so I want to get you, I want to get your, your thoughts on that as we come back. Okay. So, once again, this is Unapologetically Black on WOVU LP Cleveland 95.9 FM. Welcome back to Unapologetically Black on W.O.V.U. L.P. Cleveland 95.9 FM. We are your hosts, E. King and Just Ice. Justice is out this week, so it's just me. So, But we are talking with Sister Doxy, as well as Brother Brooks on uh, what? Black real estate, just the whole idea, because uh, Sister Doxy is from, she is a real estate agent, 38 years, and then we have Brother Brooks, who has been in insurance how many years? 30 years. 30 years, so we're gonna get into it. So on the other side, so initially we started talking about uh, images, black image, uh, how you guys, how you, know, you two came to that, the realization that you were black in America. Now we're gonna t- we're gonna switch up a little bit, and let's talk. Let's touch on this first point. And uh, Sister Doxy said it earlier. Um, Sister Jokes, I should say, said it earlier. I apologize you about know that. you're fine. <laughs> said it earlier on our on our our morning show, talking about working with black with black individuals. Um, in my business as a counselor, they actually look for me because I am black, and they say I would like to talk to a black individual. You know things of that nature. Now, on the other hand. Because uh, Sister Doxy, you said something very interesting to where black individuals is actually running away from you, right? At, in the real estate market, tell tell us more about that.
2: Right, um, they will like they think the ice is colder dealing with someone else. Um, <laughs> right, I I don't know if it's because they don't want. Me to know how much money they make, how much debt they have. You know, mm-hmm. we're so secretive in our community. Yeah. So maybe that's it because experience-wise, when I see who they go to, it's no com- comparison. Right. You know, so it has to be that they just don't want me to know their business. Right. But, um,
0: it's a. It's, it sounds like a form of boycott, and we've been we've been boycotting black businesses for a very long time. I don't know. Growing up, I, my mom would actually go way out to a to a white McDonald's in a white neighborhood than in a black wow, McDonald's. Wow, that's deep. But y- y'all have never heard of it? Y'all have never heard no, about this? But no, you know what?
1: You know what? I had a uh ex-brother-in-law. Yeah. He was the same way. Yeah. He would go to white fairs, he would go to yeah. different things in in the white neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before I even knew where Hudson was, he was already going out to Hudson mm-hmm. to go to different fairs and mm-hmm. different events and stuff out there. And he loved it and he, you know and his kids and no, no disrespect mm-hmm. but his kids were light-skinned kids, mm-hmm. so they blended in well mm-hmm. and uh, his wife Tony was very uh, uh, you know uh, light-skinned and, and they were good people I mean they're mm-hmm. still good people but but yeah, you know he would go to different things yeah. that were that yeah. were white oriented and I'm like, wow well, why didn't you go to source man mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm not going down
0: and that there. goes back to his identity, but a lot of times when we talk about that we don't talk about it in the idea of boycotting because that is a boycott. It, it may not be a conscious, I'm going to boycott sure an individual. Is. It's a boycott, you know, of economics. You know, Nasir on his on his song, uh, Everything, he says it. He said, I got your support, but, I, but you're not buying me. What he was actually saying is, yeah, you with me because I'm black but you're not spending your dollars with me. Right. You're right. not buying my stuff. Right. And right. so that's a black boycott. What right. do you What do you think?
2: But they'll call me when they want me to sell the $15,000 house down Come the way. On. They'll call me. Why? Because Come their on. other person won't They won't touch it. Yeah. So you call me for that. But you didn't call me when you bought the $300,000 house. I could have helped you with that. Mm. So I feel some kind of way about that. Yeah,
0: to, and know. to me, that's boycott. What you got? What do you what you, know do you what? working and with black people? I, I totally agree with you,
1: um, uh, Doxy, because of the fact that, uh, you know, What we're seeing, what I have seen over the years is the same thing. You know, we we can insure the houses down the way. We can insure anything in in Cleveland. But when you start talking greater Cleveland and you start talking in the nicer suburbs from east to west. I remember a gentleman uh, had a house out in North Royalton. And he, you know, he said, well, you know, I had his rental properties. Mm. And this gentleman said, well, you know, I've got a house out here in North Royalton. But, you know... uh, I'm buying it, and I, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I can insure it. I can take care of you for that.
0: He <laughs> I bought see, the you house. You should see his face. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> and never called me for the insurance. Mm. So one day we were talking over the phone, and I said, hey, by the way, did you buy that house in North Wilton? Oh yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm i moved in. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you never told me about that. You know, I thought you were going to call me. He says, mm-hmm. well, you know, Barry, these some of these things, you know, a little above your grade, you know. And, what? Oh yeah, yeah. He a says, little
0: above. What does that mean? That that's the definition of a microaggression. That are not directly saying the reason right. why I'm saying this is, is is related to race. Right. What does that mean above you? You've been in insurance for how long again? Well, at
1: that time, I might have been in about maybe 12, 15 years. If you were in
0: more than a decade. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. that means what does that mean above you? What did you? How, okay, let me say this because had my own office and everything. They're not here. What did when he said that? What did that mean to you? Well, it was an insult. Okay. That's number one. What did it mean to you, though? But I what get what it, get it, how it felt. meant
1: was, is this the way a lot of black people, and it kind of capped what it said, mm-hmm. a lot of black people think this way, because unfortunately, they feel like, again, we can do the hard stuff. Now, now anything that has to be, and I hate that this is- No, again, bro, is, make
0: it plain. This is this show. Mm-hmm.
1: Anytime <laughs> there's a something that is- Need some slickness to it. Yes. Oh, yeah, they so, come to us. No, 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 no. Let's yeah, let's yeah, make yeah, it yeah. real.
0: Anytime you're looking for some undercover nonsense, undercover or nonsense, some off the book like stuff, what right. yeah. do they exactly they call make me. it right. plain, bro? Hey, look,
1: can Mr. Brooks? Uh, uh, look. Uh, I was wondering, you know, can I get this auto insurance together for you? Mm. And they do the auto. We yeah. get ready to do it. Well, can you backdate it to last Wednesday? You,
0: boom. Boom. Okay, why
1: why should I back day? First Boom. of all, I can't. Right. But what? Why should I do it? Well, you know, I had a little problem. You know, it wasn't me. It was my son. And mm-mm, mm. either you get it for the day or you don't get it. Mm. Matter of fact, I tell you what. Mm-hmm. Think of Let's both of us think about this, and I'll give you a call back. Click. <laughs> you hung up on. <laughs> I hung up on several of these people, hey, man. Babe. It's just like you calling me when there's a problem. Right. You've known I've been in insurance for a, a thousand years, and you tell you. But you can go to the white man mm-hmm. when you want your regular stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But let me call that brother, cause he knows how mm-hmm. to. He knows how to mm-hmm. skip the system. And one other thing, Doxia and, and Eric, what they do also they surprise that we have the same reports.
0: Yep. That the white people get. Yep. Now again, that, there's yeah. some great white agents yeah. out there. Uh, great agents. This period. is unapologetic. You just roll with it. You yeah. don't put you don't put any qualifiers with it. Just say what you got to and, say and roll. And what we see uh-huh. is
1: that when it, when when we do tell them, yes, we saw this on the report, we saw this and we then well, what can you do for me? Mm. When then I'm well, this is what we have, this is nationwide's price, or this is so and so's right. price or progressive whoever right. we have, you know, well, I can go to the other guy, he told me the same thing. I I, I thought maybe you could do something mm-hmm.
0: better. Mm-hmm. Uh no. I wanna I wanna bring that up. we gonna we call that the black discount. We're gonna do that yeah, on Thursday. Let's talk Thank about we're gonna much. talk about the black the black discount. Oh. But it overall, if you're looking at it in working with black individuals, um, what are some things that you wanna say about that? Because th- that's an issue. Because we are uh consciously or subconsciously or whatever, we're 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 boycotting our own businesses. With this mindset that the others can do better for us than our own people. Yeah,
2: yeah. It. Unfortunately, we've had some, probably in all industries, some of mm-hmm. us who's messed up, mm-hmm. and they remember that, there and they is. say, "Well, yeah. you you heard about you know the agents uh, yeah. and it, mm-hmm. and it gives us a bad rep because yeah. mm-hmm. you know all real estate agents and all insurance agents aren't alike. Yeah, but yeah. once somebody. Yeah. Those you wrong, they're gonna do the
0: whole it's your color not rather yeah, than, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Then the, quality so, then the quality of the business, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, you well, let's get let's go because we can go on that one oh, for a while. We can stay mm-hmm. on that So, er, earlier we were talking about something as it relates to black flight. I said black flight mistakenly, um, but you said you said white flight, and no, I, I said there's black no, 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 flight. No, no, I meant to say white flight, oh. but I said black flight. Now you said that there was a possibility that there isn't. I've never actually heard or been a part of the the white flight uh, idea. You made I mean the, the black, black flight. flight idea? Oh yeah, yeah I yeah. see it
2: all the time in real estate. Because really? the community too too many on our street, honey. I think we we might need to move now. Why? If they're taking care of their properties, yeah. And you know, yeah. but you know, oh, we got too many in the schools. You know that it's tipping over now. It's more than eighty yeah. percent black in the schools, yeah. honey. We need to look for some place. And
0: now. I've heard that. I've mm-hmm. you know what I've said yeah, that. And I've I'm I, that. once I started to see a lot more of us mm-hmm. driving around, I
2: was like, oh, what's going on? Right.
0: Yeah. I, and then I felt yeah. conflicted about it because where did this come from? What yeah. do What do you got? What do you?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I have seen it at Maple Heights. as well i mean i love Mm -hmm. maple and unfortunately i I moved in where um back in 82 Mm -hmm. and uh you know we it was a lot of whites still on the street okay and then you know uh there was a white flight Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the black folks came in and it was predominantly predominantly uh black okay and then uh just before unfortunately i got divorced Mm -hmm there was a black flight going on because people were leaving there mm-hmm. and going somewhere else because it was too many black kids in
0: the schools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And Maple
1: Schools was rated pretty good at the
0: time. I remember when Maple was all white though. Yeah, I remember I, I, I too, I except remember for that. Broadway. Yeah, for, there were one side was black and one side was white in Maple at one point. Yeah, Yeah. Remember we talked side, about it was that? A, more of
1: a, the east side of, if you want to call it, I called it the east side. A maple over right. by living road right. going up towards mm-hmm. Southgate got kind of like North
2: Collinwood, South Collinwood, you yeah. know people yeah. will go yeah. to North Collinwood but then the yeah. South Collinwood, you know
0: yeah, so so when we go back to the black flight, I mean, I'm I mean, sorry, insurance, insurance you're mm-hmm. right. Do you see any of that? Because I know definitely, you know, I'm sure in real estate you see that All because I felt that way, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i hadn't I hadn't actually put it on the same idea because I wanted to talk about white flight. Then I thought about like, wait, Black flight mm-hmm. that happens too. Mm-hmm. It happens. It Have happens. you seen this in in insurance? I've seen I've as seen it relates more, to real estate, real estate. I've seen
1: more people move from east to west because they feel that you know going further out west. Okay. When you're looking at you know some going to Seven Hills, some mm-hmm. going to the Homestead, mm-hmm. North Homestead, uh, where else? Um, uh, Berea, right? Well, Berea has always been you know pretty heavy. Well, I won't we'll say heavy, but I've I've insured people out there yeah. in Berea. Um, but I feel that a lot of black families um, or there are certain black mm-hmm. families, I shouldn't say a lot, that feel that, hey, they want to stay around that white element mm-hmm. in order because they feel that they're, again, the ice is colder. Right. And they feel they have a better education, better mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. land value, you know, home mm-hmm. values and stuff like that. That's what I've seen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, um, so, you know, it's it's is it you know sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad i'm not sure but you
0: you you can't you can't negate the fact or the realization that in areas such as solon rocky river or all these a plus schools because as a family as an individual with kids you do want to send your child to a high-rated school and you can't negate Mm -hmm. the fact that these high-rated schools are dun dun, 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 are in primarily white districts i mean you have to be real about that Mm -hmm. so it's a it's both a give and take because you have to educate your child, and you have to educate your child well. And you have to figure out how how everything is working and how everything is, you know, set up. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, can't, you can't negate that.
2: Mm. And it's unfortunate. In my field, I can't steer people to neighborhoods. So when they ask me about how's this school, how's that school, I really can't give them an answer because they don't want us to. I have to tell them to go on the website and gotcha. do your – checking or whatever you know but gotcha. you know i'm doing like this mm-hmm. that one right <laughs> you know right. because you know right. i know and and even with the the good schools like mm-hmm. say shaker heights mm-hmm. i don't know if you've heard but for black males it it might not be a good fit, right? That they go through the cracks yeah. and and shakers. So you know, it's it just too. depends.
0: And some of the more higher achieving schools, black males are, are falling through the cracks. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, wow. it's not just that. So the last right. point that I want to bring it up is that that mixed income or mixed race, because like I said, in at see at uh, Case Western Reserve, there's a doctor there, Dr. Perry, and he did a lot of studies on uh, mixed income. Um, mixed income neighborhoods. What I found as I read more and more and more, it appeared more as it relates to mixed race incomes. Now, mixed race uh, or mixed race neighborhoods, stuff like Shaker. Shaker has always been mixed, mixed race and mixed income, but has always been divided by you know uh, tracks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I think that has been that has been one of the primary struggles as it relate to are we? Is it possible to have a mixed Income neighborhood without it automatically being a mixed-race income Mix, Mixed mixed-race neighborhood. I should say if I could say it properly What you think
2: say that again? Is it possible to have a mixed income neighborhood? No, no, is
0: it is it possible right? Is it possible to have a mixed income neighborhood without it primarily being viewed as a mixed-race in, Income neighborhood or mixed-race neighborhood.
2: Well, we kind of have that down by the clinic now.
0: Okay. Yeah, Chester, mm. Chester area you have a lot of mm.
2: doctors, and you know, um, yeah, you know what? Those townhouses. Yeah, those townhouses right there yeah, on Chester. Yeah, yeah. So you have mixed races in there, mm-hmm. but as far as the income, they're, they're kind of pricey for those okay. condos over there. Okay. So. Right. And
1: the okay. lower west side as well. Um, it, okay.
2: It's very hard nice. when you do the mixed income. It's mm-hmm. like, well, if, if I'm a can afford a three hundred thousand dollar house. Do I really want uh, seventy be living next to a seventy thousand dollar house only because of my? Is it going to affect my property value? Right. That's what would be my right. concern. Right. Okay. Right. Um, right.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, that's it's something that, like I said, I looked in when I when I was applying to the doctoral program at Case, and it came out I met and I met him, and I read a lot of his research. I was like, wait a minute. Is is are we talking gentrification? Are we talking what are we talking about here? Um, and I needed to have more because it came out more. It looked more of a a, a mixed race neighborhood putting under the umbrella of, of income that's to what make it, it ends sound up good because right. the
2: person with the low income we know who that you right. know exactly. is. And yeah. the high income we know who exactly. that probably right. is so. and that's right. what it, it right. was
0: it was i guess it was the pc way of saying mm-hmm. we're trying to gentrify, gentrify a neighborhood or not or uh uh diversify a neighborhood let's say it like that mm-hmm. not gentrify because gentr- gentrification means i'm going to come in and buy low and fix it up and sell high and price out a Mm -hmm. price out certain people but it's it's it sounded more as a as you're saying mixed race without actually saying race you're using the word income
1: well i see it on on near west side like west shore tremont you see Mm -hmm. more mixed couples over there Mm -hmm. um when you go further out Mm -hmm. south Mm -hmm. um you're looking in like macedonia
0: so you're talking see, about interracial relationships. Interracial relationship. I'm talking yeah, about I'm so as in, you know, what a, a black person and a white person, they're all in the same neighborhood together. I see. Looking yeah, over okay.
2: on hundred and five. Yeah. And yeah. Way Park.
0: Yeah. Those change, yeah. There. Yeah. There's but but yeah. That's also white link, attorneys in but, those
2: houses. There. But that
0: links also with the Cleveland Clinic stuff. Right. Yeah. So that all that all you what, what University Circle is doing and coming up, that that all fits. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I it's it's interesting to see that happening, you know, uh, especially around uh, Cleveland Clinic, yep. it's it's going to grow more and more with that. Okay. And I truly believe, and I don't know, you, you're the expert, Doxy, that it's going, even though you may have a $300,000 home right here, but next door is a seventy or $80,000 mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. it's going to bring everything up because mm-hmm. eventually what it looks like Cleveland Clinic is doing, saying, hey, we're going to bring up everything mm-hmm. that we touch. Mm-hmm. It's going to come up, and it's going to come up mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. taking everything. Right, mm-hmm. whatever they touch. Mm-hmm. And, then, you know, because yeah, I've, I'm seeing certain areas, like you said, that are just totally changing, and it's mm-hmm. like the different people that live in there now. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. you never yeah. thought right. 20 years ago right. someone would be living, you know. In they just areas.
2: always are so cautious about who they're living next to. Do they take care of their yard? Are right. the, the kids Crazy, you right. know, do, are they yeah. respectful of right. the neighbors? That's the right. thing, right? And in a lot of homes, especially if they're renters, no, they're not, right? You know, the grass right. is this high because mm-hmm. the landlord's not cutting okay, it, right. mm-hmm. you know. Right. Paint peeling, nobody right. wants to live next to peeling paint houses. I, I show houses all the time, and oh, this is a nice house, actually, but look at that house right there. We're
0: gonna talk about that in the third section, we got to get out on a break, but I, okay. I really wanted to bring that up and try to figure out you know your points of view on that okay. because like i said in looking at the research and looking more and more it sounds like mixed race neighborhood and you're putting the word income to make it sound more palatable or pc hmm. like uh, uh Doxy said earlier so we're gonna go ahead and take a break once again it's unapologetically black on w-o-v-u-l-p-cleveland 95.9 f-m <laughs> Welcome back to Unapologetically Black on WOVU, LP, Cleveland, 95.9 FM. We are your hosts, E. King and Just Ice. Just Ice is out today. So we got two guests. We have Sister Doxy from Keller Williams Real Estate Agency. And we got Brother Brooks from WOVU's flagship, Our Voices Today, and Brooks Insurance. So we're, we're actually talking about black neighborhoods, black real estate, um, this is our third segment, so we, we really like to talk more about solutions. But it is one thing that I want to go ahead and bring up, and you all, you broached it a little bit when you were talking about it um, in real estate and what you're seeing as far as real estate. Is it better, or are you seeing that individuals would rather have a white renter or a black homeowner? As it, when you go and show a house,
2: I would honestly have to say a black homeowner. Yeah. Because their pride of ownership shows in the right. landscaping mm-hmm. and everything, and renters,
0: mm-hmm.
2: the, the the property's not taken care of, mm-hmm. the grass and right. everything that makes their value go down. So I would say a black homeowner, mm-hmm.
0: black homeowner. Yeah. So they're saying that they rather have a black homeowner than a renter. Than a renter. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do, you what, I do agree. you what do you what do you think? I agree. I,
1: I, again, uh, pride in ownership. Okay. Um, wanting to see that uh, they usually. Are more you know, family. They're more family oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, they're more respectful of their neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they want to. You know, they want to be in the neighborhood. They mm-hmm. bought in na- the neighborhood for a reason, mm-hmm. and they want to be in that neighborhood and they want to be a part of the neighborhood. So okay. you'll see. You know, you'll see that to me okay. more than a renter. Okay. A renter won't. You know, they come and go. Okay. And they have no no real. Um, ownership into the house at all they're Mm -hmm. just hey i'm here i'm gonna do what i do you do find people like that Mm -hmm. but I won't say it's rare, but it's not as 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 much as you would like to see. Okay, you do find because there are some people who say, "So you know what? I can't afford to buy a house for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but this is where I love to be, and this is where I'm going to be." And 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 the landlord, there are some the landlords don't have to do pretty much anything. I mean, not because it's in the contract, but also because they do have pride of ownership. And it's mm-hmm. like you know, here landlord said, "You you've been taking care of this. You, whatever you need from me, let me know." Okay. You know, and, and, and I've seen that, too, as well. Okay. I usually
2: find that, though, when people who have had a home before, because the individual mm-hmm. I'm thinking about, they lost a job at Ford, you know, mm-hmm. and they they had to give up their house. It was foreclosed. Mm-hmm. So they rented a house from my client, and they took care of it like it was their own because mm-hmm. they were used to doing that. They Got were used it. to being a homeowner. Mm-hmm.
0: Home. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So, like I said, this third segment we talk about solutions, and so one of the things that we we broached a little bit earlier had a lot to do with the, the black discount. So, where did this mm. idea come from? So, did, so I'm so what I want to do is is change this into a positive because we've talked about Italian cultures, Jewish cultures, and things like that, and quite often when an individual walks into a Italian or a Jewish or someone you know that ethnic group owned. Uh, establishment mm-hmm. the individual that is walking in and if they're of the same ethnic group often get the discount without actually talking about getting the discount and they charge the individual that is not a part of that ethnic group a uh, regular price in the black community I believe that is is that discount or the black discount is looked at more negatively and I really want to know are there some solutions to where we can look at it just a little bit more positively? To say, be, to say we're going to be, and I've said this before, culturally selfish, meaning we're going to be not individually selfish, because that's what we have mm-hmm. a problem of in the black community. Mm-hmm. It's all about I, 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 me, me, me. But what I'm saying is culturally self selfish, just like the Jewish culture or the Italian culture. Can we change the black discount into more of a positive thing rather than this negative thing that we see it now? <laughs> no, Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> as
2: far as them expecting a discount from me, or we're just
0: not just expecting. I... It's just it is what it is. Like you know, you're black, I'm black, mm. and we're trying to help each other out. Because in in our community, we we've well, talked about black boycott. We we do it quite right. quite frequently. Right. Well,
2: this is what I do, and in real in my field, real estate. I have to be quite careful because yeah. there are a lot of checkers, and if I do it for one, I got to do it for exactly. Another. Yeah, I but understand that. I went to a um, realtor seminar. We had about 800 people. Recently, 93 was involved with it, Ohio Housing Finance and Agency, and I was there, and I gave out, uh, now I knew predominantly who was there was us, right? Mm-hmm. You know, So mm-hmm. I gave out this card for everybody that was there to mm-hmm. get a free home warranty. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to do something for you, you know, mm-hmm. the, the legal way I can, right. and I can do that. Right. You mm-hmm. know, I said, right. everybody here at this seminar, Show me this car when you buy a house with me, and I'll get you a free home warranty. Right. So, mm. you know, okay. I I try to help people okay. that way. Okay. You know.
0: Now, the, now, where do you see the expectation of a black discount already in your industry?
2: Oh, if I inter- interview, if they have two other agents and me and
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, I always get well. I, this is my commission. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh uh, yeah. can you uh can you cut that? Can you, take something that? Can you say something? and and i bet they didn't ask the other people can yeah, you take something yeah, off of that yeah. but they gonna ask me mm-hmm. and i'm like
0: and that's where that switching that switch mm-hmm. that switch up that yeah. i'm trying to mm-hmm. you know this is our solution part i'm trying to make that as a part of a solution or expected of course yes mm-hmm. i'm going to do that this mm-hmm. this person you don't have to ask you know but you can ask me and it's okay mm-hmm. and i think we have to come we have to be a little bit more welcoming of that because like i said no, you're going to get those bad apples. Right. I'm pretty sure in those other cultures you have bad apples. Right. You have right. bad you, apples. You do. And, in in, you, know, you know, there are some times when someone comes to me, I don't charge them full price, you know, that are, you know, quite often. I might be like, oh, okay, you know, why don't you – but it's also a part of my mm-hmm. ethics to do that also with income.
2: And here's what I do too, is they can ask me, and it depends, I, mm. you know, I, I'm not mad at them for trying. You know, when people mm-hmm. come and try to sell me something, I'm like, is that the best you can yeah, do? So I just, my answer is, well, where do you want me to cut your services? Because do you do you not want to be um, advertised? Right. You know, what do you want me to cut? Do you not want brokers open? I mean, tell me what you want me to cut. Normally right. they're like, no, we don't want you to cut anything. Okay, well, we get a piece price to sell right. But depending, I, I say, well, look, if you do this, this and this, get the house ready mm-hmm. and if we can get a quick sale instead of a 7% commission, right. I might give you a 6%. Okay. But the longer mm-hmm. I have this on my books and I have to do more mm-hmm. advertising and marketing, I can't do that. Exactly. So I make it a joint venture. You mm-hmm. help me by keeping this house clean, get a stage, get it right. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll cut them some slack. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. What
0: about you, Brother Brooks?
1: Well, with me, it's a little different because mm-hmm. of, uh, we can't, you know, uh, the Ohio law will not allow us to do any any changes mm-hmm. in that area, as well as uh, we can't, you know, Nationwide has locked yeah. in, Nationwide right. and all the other companies, they're locked in. Mm-hmm. So we don't have negotiating room in that sense. Now we'll try to find a way that mm-hmm. can um, help you make your payments easier, mm-hmm. either on monthly, mm-hmm. quarterly, however, whatever we can do, mm-hmm. try to find the best solution mm-hmm. to your situation financially, as well as uh, uh, to the situation, whether mm-hmm. it's home, auto, commercial, whatever. But But what we also, what I also tell them, uh, like Doxie is saying, you know, uh, my service is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you call us, you know, we're going to address your needs. We're going to make sure that Mm -hmm. we can take care of you. Mm -hmm. We're going to make sure that whatever you have, uh, we're writing for you that we're, we're you're just not going to hear from us today. You're mm-hmm. going to continue to hear from us, not only through the mail, but through emails. And, you know, we have now, we have opportunity to even see and send text messages. Gotcha. So, you know, we try to make our services the part when you come to me and say, well, if this is the best you can do, mm-hmm. well, I've checked all, you know, first I'm going to check all the Opportunities through the different companies. Mm-hmm. But, and I'll give you the best I have there. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, the services, the service that we give mm-hmm. has to be top notch. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, we we have to make sure of that. And, um, but when they say, well, you know, I can go to State Farm, I can go to Allstate, and they got it for me, get, they have this. Well, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I have to tell them, but well, then that's where you need to go. Okay. Because this is my line in the okay. sand. And I think <clears throat> it may not be agreeable Mm -hmm. but even even as a black businessman i have to let people know this is where i'm at this is my pricing Mm -hmm. i'm not changing it i'm giving you the best opportunity and i'm going to match whatever i can with Mm -hmm. your situation but that's all i can give you based Mm -hmm. on the laws of ohio and the laws that of the companies that i deal with okay other than that that's all i got and then service to me Mm -hmm. is 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 what makes it better cuz I've had people say, you know, hey Mr. Brooks, we love you guys, man. Mm-hmm. You guys do a great job. You take care of me, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately during throughout this 30-year career, I've had people who said, well, you know, we don't like you guys cuz mm-hmm. you don't you didn't do what I needed done. You're going to have that.
0: Mhm. Okay. But
1: the good thing is the majority of the people that I have are very satisfied with our service. And I
0: definitely could see in your in your industries where that could be a little difficult because you do have regulations, you Absolutely. do have standards, you do have mm-hmm. this and you do have that. But I think overall, I think me personally, you know, I'm looking forward to a time to where the black discount is no longer black discount as in ooh as in yeah you know, you're black. I'm black. We're gonna do just like the other cultures, and I'm lo- I'm looking forward to that time because I think it's needed. And you know, it's not that I know every culture. It's not. It's also that I. It's not that I know every black business. It's just that I know and I've heard over years and over years of you know, oh, they just expecting something. They de- expecting something. You know, why why should it be bad that? An individual, a, a above board individual, is trying to come to you and saying, "Look, I got this. Is there a way we can work this out?" Right, right. And that's and 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 and, that. and, and 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 not only that, I hope that we can get to a time to where it's expected that we're going to work this out right. because it happens for other cultures.
1: Let, let me let me yeah. interject. Um, again, going back to what I do, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with anyone saying, "Hey, I I checked at this company, I've checked at this company, and this is what I got." Right, I get that. What I don't understand is is that the person gets angry with me and says, "Well, you know, I'm doing business with a black company. Why why can't you give me a little bit more?" Mm-hmm. you know, and I explain to them, "This is what I have because of the state of Ohio. I, this is not negotiable. Right. This is where I'm at. This is where you life know, happens." I've had people ask me who need SR22s, they'll get the insurance on the car, right. and then they'll say, "Well, you know, I need an SR22." And, uh, you know, why don't you pay for the sr 22 and just mm-hmm. I'll pay for the insurance? No, mm-hmm. that's illegal. I can okay. lose my license. Okay. So I'm going to put, yeah. well, you know, or, or they'll say, you know, why can't you backdate it? You know, if you mm-hmm. want me to do business with, you want to do business with mm-hmm. you, um, why can't you backdate date the information? And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I will lose my license. Right. I'm not going to put my whole career uh, uh, on just to help right. you out i have seen agents right lose their licenses right. because of backdating and other fraudulent things right. that right. they've done and 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 you know and I, i'm not gonna do that i'm not okay. you know not because and it's just
0: not the right thing okay. to do so we're gonna get out of here oh well, i'm sorry Go ahead. but here's
2: what i can do and yeah. this is the advantage of dealing with a black agent that has some compassion for the community
0: mm-hmm.
2: i know the situation when um something might come up at the end of the transaction mm-hmm. a lien might come up a judgment mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they didn't know about and mm-hmm. uh, what if they're just barely breaking even the clothes mm-hmm. i can always say well i i can take a thousand dollars off my commission because i want to help you out gotcha. i have the capability of doing that that's good no white agent is going to do that they're right. going to want their full <laughs> commission they want it all. but I've, mm-hmm. I've done that quite quite a few times
0: and i and think so you it, can do that yeah and i think that's what I want. I want it to where well, we get to the point where we're helping out our community. Yes. We becoming mm-hmm. uh, uh, culturally selfish. Yes.
1: Okay. let me let me say this now, in our They're they, they gonna area. kick us
0: out. they gonna kick us out of the, the studio. Okay. <laughs> oh.
1: well, real quick, in yeah. the commercial the area, one. we can do a little bit of that. <laughs> okay. Oh, and okay. for commercial, we can cut our commission. Right. Instead of maybe eight percent, we can shut. You know, ten percent. We can shut it down to eight. Okay. We can do that in a okay. commercial area. But as far as the regular autos and homes, okay. most agents cannot. We have to go with what we have. I on our system so okay. you know but I would love to do it okay. you know to help you but I, I just can't and I'm not going to lose my license
0: for right that. and I think yeah, we should I like it. I said get, get back to that point or get to the point of uh, being culturally uh, selfish we are already culturally boycotting you know black owned areas right. we need to also be culturally selfish as it relates to the black discount and flipping that over so we're going to get out of here before we get kicked out of the studio <laughs> <laughs> <All> <laughs> yeah. right. uh, like once that. again I would like I would like to uh, thank uh, sister sister uh doxy jokes of uh, yes, keller yes. williams real estate company and brother brooks uh brooks uh insurance as yeah. well as the our voice today flagship voice um i just thank you guys for coming out just uh-huh. talking about just black neighborhoods black you know real estate just period i really my appreciate pleasure. it guys my um, my this pleasure. is well so we got to go out we usually go out to a music but we already got something in the background. We're just going to get up out of <laughs> here. <laughs> right. <laughs> our intro music is The Black Republicans by Nas featuring Jay-Z. Please join us next Tuesday from 2 to 3 for another episode of Unapologetically Black on W-O-V-U-L-P Cleveland. If you missed any of our broadcasts, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google, wherever you find your your uh, podcast. And you just listen to us there. Right there there. you found find all of our our uh, conversations and discussions if you have any questions or any burning desires to find us look look us up at wovu unapologetically black there you can send us some type of correspondence and we may talk about it but uh thanks once again and y'all be safe peace
1: peace see ya